Hey, everybody, and welcome to the next episode of the Vendo Podcast. I am your host, digital media buyer, Greg Rudolph, and this is my main man, Namika. What's up, guys? Namika Losi. Hope all is well, everybody. Greg, how are you, man? I'm, I'm doing really good. I'm excited to be here today, if you can't tell. And we are charged up because we just had Expo West, and we learned all about some of the new trends coming your way for e-commerce and selling online. And gosh, Namika, I know that you have got the inside scoop on what's coming in 2022. I mean, there's a lot coming because platforms are changing. Companies are remodeling the way that they're going to do not only fulfillment, but also advertising. And we got to take a look at the fact that the landscape is changing. Direct-to-consumer competition is rising. Advertising costs are rising. Brands are going to need to do more to be effective from an e-commerce standpoint. Long gone are the days of I have product, I place product, I sell. Now it's I have product, I build brand, I build awareness, I build recognition, and then I figure out how to keep giving my customers, my associates, the people that I work with, the people that I partner with, the best possible product every single time. Consistency is key in e-commerce. And right now the trend is he who is consistent will win. And we know that because there are few barriers to entry right now. All retailers, if you're Wayfair, if you're you know, if you're pets.com, if you're a variety of different places, you don't want limitations. You want as many people bringing their products onto your platform to sell as possible. So now that we see fewer barriers of entry into, into the market, we need to figure out, okay, then why is it that then some companies are successful and some companies are stagnant? And the main reason is that some build brands and some don't. That's absolutely right. And there's so many more ways to enter the market now. I mean, there's Walmart, there's Amazon, there's Target, there's Instacart, there's GoPuff, and it's just hard to crush it on all of the platforms. So mm -hmm. tell me, like, what are you seeing? I know you work with some Amazon clients some Walmart clients. We do some Instacart stuff on my side. So tell me, what are you seeing between marketplaces? Um, what are some of the, the changes that you're seeing over just even the past couple of weeks? I mean, even in the past couple of weeks, we know that Amazon right now, their big focus is optimize, optimize, optimize. So as they're inbounding and receiving, they're making it almost a little difficult for you to send product in that's not done and configured the right way. So the chargebacks that individuals are receiving, they know for a fact that's because Amazon is flagging the receiving process. And that's something that's huge because those chargebacks that money, you're never going to recoup that money back. You'd be selling essentially. You're doing all this work to inbound product that you eventually may not end up selling. So right. part of that, that's from a receiving standpoint from Amazon. But one thing that I, I'm super excited about to talk about is Walmart's receiving. Walmart right now is moving towards having a more effective receiving process that allows third-party sellers to bring items on. And if third-party sellers can bring items on without having to be, you know, directly affiliated with Walmart, go through retailing, go through establishing themselves in the single SKU, put themselves into a system that, wait a minute, Walmart's ordering has to be periodical. If they have a seller-based system that people can put items into and then replenish themselves, now Walmart gets to compete one-on-one -on -one with Walmart. Um, with oh, that just blows the doors that, out. That would be huge because now you have the additional component of Walmart having the physical locations. So if you can... This is, the, this is the brainchild of WFS, which is Walmart Fulfillment Services. If you don't have it available, 
you can go into the store, you can order it, and it can get shipped to that same regional Walmart. So if you're not a techie, if you're not waiting for somebody to come to your house, if you are a, a hermit that likes to go out there and occasionally get your own items, you can order them and go pick them up at a local Walmart or have them delivered to your local Walmart. That is a game changer. And I personally believe once Walmart embraces more technology, utilize because they're a lot of their centers right now are very manual. A lot of people heavy intensive labor. Whereas if they get into the same space as a Amazon in terms of automation, robotics, automate the receiving process, less mistakes, more opportunities for money. Oh, that's what I'm seeing in between platforms right now. And then obviously Instacart is just blowing up from a conversion standpoint. People are looking at Instacart and saying, hey, not only are people available to deliver and bring items to me, but the platform itself, the cost of being able to advertise on a platform like that, that's going to skyrocket. That, it only has to. Right. It's the early days getting... right now. And it's right today. It's so much cheaper, but that's going to change yes. here soon. Yeah, but that's the plan. People don't even know it's so much cheaper. They don't, they're not taking advantage of that. So I, I, I love podcasts like this because we're talking about what people should be seeing. I'm not telling you what you sh- like. Do, don't go out and do this just because I'm telling you to do it. But the numbers are, don't lie. Walmart and Amazon, Instacart, Shopify, all of these e-com platforms are getting bigger and bigger and bigger only because of the fact that more and more brands are taking advantage of the knowledge. They're not just throwing items up anymore. They're actually learning how to sell products online. Absolutely. And the gates are being thrown wide open by the brands. Mm -hmm. Like on the external side, we just saw Amazon's opened up Amazon attribution because they're really encouraging brands to send external traffic to the platform in a way that they've, they've never done before. So that's just one example. GoPuff is another platform that's just blowing up right now. So many companies are trying to get on GoPuff and companies are changing from being just so tightly controlled. I think Walmart is the biggest one to inviting companies to sell yes. on their platform. Amazon was yes. the first and it was such a big success. And I, and I think Amazon capitalized on something that they learned very early on. It's not about the amount of people who exist in the market that are selling right now. It's about creating a platform to where five years from now, 10 years from now, the future seller, they not only know how to sell, they're utilizing and partnering with you to make your platform better for the purposes of selling. It is. It is a symbiotic relationship where 100 sellers, 100,000 sellers, 100 million sellers, it doesn't matter the number, the platform iterates to fit whatever the people design. So it's a collaborative effort. And as you said right now, Walmart is more so now than ever opening its eyes to the possibilities of collaboration because collaboration means you're using your warehouses, you're using your in-store, and you're also using your online as a big mechanism to feed the machine right and frankly you need you need a partner to do that who's on top of all the trends and and that's where we come in because you know it's too much to keep track of for any one person every day but that's that's what we do and we do it for all kinds of different brands so namika tell me i mean you are on the front lines with the, the clients tell me what are some things that you are helping them launch or do right now to prepare for these trends in the future Part of what we need to do is have, uh, I mean, I tell my clients all the time, our sales right now are 
always indicative of two things. One, advertising and B, inventory. But the third component, which is that brand building component that I keep coming back to is that's what we need to do to prepare. That's driving traffic offline. That's setting up campaigns where you're redirecting your Instagram, your social, all your D2C even, pushing that traffic towards Amazon, knowing that Amazon will incentivize you from an attribution standpoint. And they'll also incentivize you with getting people from other platforms onto their platform to sell. And selling is it. At the end of the game, if we're not selling anything, what's the point? So I've been telling my brands all of the time, let's focus on building a brand, like a story that goes beyond what I have X widget. I have this thing. What is the story of that thing? What is the life? Why do I care? So it's one of my brands that I think is really, really awesome. Athletic Brewing, they've gone out of their way to create that ethos. They hired a team, brought them in. They're doing you know, a streamlined approach for all of their products where it is having a story, a message, a brand. It's lifestyle-based. So for a non-alcoholic beer, they're trying to pair it with people being out, active, fun, engaged. So all of their influencers, that same type of mentality, their social media content, that same type of mentality. And what we've been doing is driving that into the Amazon posts, showing people, hey, once you're enjoying this product, you know, this is the lifestyle that's associated with it. Not just the lifestyle images, lifestyle posts, lifestyle conversions. And now as people, we saw that reflect in terms of positive sales in January, new year, new me. People saw our new year, new me ad and they loved it. Record numbers for their sales in January. And we outpaced what they did last year significantly in January. And I, and I really think it's because now the trend is people are going to platforms like Amazon and Walmart and looking at how to make their lives better. Not just how to buy a product. What does this How to buy an experience. To, how do I buy an experience that changes my life? So with non-alcoholic beer, if you craft an experience where, hey, you can still party and have fun and not drink, we, we, I can see how that can be effective, not only for a brand like that, but other brands across the board. Create Absolutely. that experience. All right, so... We got five more minutes here. Dream with me for a second. We talked yes. about 2022. We talked about today. Talk to me about beyond 2022. Where are we going to be five, 10 years from now? What's, what's the next thing? I fundamentally believe that the next thing is going to be more influencers that have a, like a vested stake in what they're selling. So not just, hey, you pay me, I do this. It's going to, because the influencers aren't going anywhere. They are a tool that's existed on Amazon since the very beginning of Amazon. But how do you now utilize them as not just money sources for themselves? Well, that's them going out and learning how to build brands, partnering with brands. Instead of it being a, hey, you're paying me one-off, influencers are going to come with millions of followers that are ready to transact. That's the difference. Not just click a like. And, you know, oh, I, I got them to like it. I got them to enjoy it. No, they're coming in. I bring my people, they buy. So what's the revenue share that we're going to do at the very beginning? Be ready for influencers to wield more power, not less in the, in, in, the, in the e-commerce of the future. That's one. The other thing is the growth of the physical retail store. Amazon gave up recently their four plus, the four star store, as well as some flagship stores that they've been trying to build. 
they're still going to be acquiring. They are going to, they have Whole Foods. They may purchase another major grocery store just so they have that physical print. Because once Walmart gets WFS off the ground, they are, they're already going to beat Amazon from a physical blueprint standpoint. So Amazon is always thinking about that. So be ready for more stores. They haven't been able to iterate on it internally because they don't do a good job at store creation. But what they do do a good job at is acquisition. So that's the third thing. We're going to see more companies buying more companies, more conglomeration. Bigger D to C's too as well, but I'm seeing that even if you're a massive brand controlling your D to C like a Nike, you're going to go back to an Amazon. Yeah, you'll do it. You'll be out for a little bit, but you'll go back. And that's another trend that I see. Massive companies going into the e-commerce space, the social plot, the platforms, and then going out and then going in and then going out because you can't not satisfy the Amazon customer. They have to be satiated. So you have to figure out a way to do that. If it's, you know, partnering with third-party sellers and controlling them a little bit more specifically, or if it's just being on the platform yourself, I see that trend happening as well. What about yourself? Absolutely. What do you see happening? Well, I think like our CEO, Darren says all the time, you're going to be on Amazon one way or another. Right, There's right. no escaping Amazon. So you can either get on board and control it yourself, or you can let somebody else take it over for you, but there's no way to escape it, Amazon. It always reminds me of my favorite Simpsons line where Ned Flanders goes crazy. I think it's like the third or the fourth season. And he goes to check himself to a mental hospital and like, hey, sir, would you like to walk in on your own dignified or would you like to be dragged kicking and screaming? Oh, kicking and screaming, please. <laughs> Drag him in. <laughs> if, you have, if you have the option to go in with dignity on your feet, do so. Because you will get dragged kicking and screaming regardless. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, look, I don't think there's a better sales pitch than <laughs> let Vendo drag you in. Drag you in. Listen, under your own with dignity. Power. With under your own power. Because at one point, if somebody drags your brand into Amazon and they're selling and they're making money and you're and not. They have control over it. And, you and they have control. And that's what we do over here at Vendo. We give you back the control of your platform. We give you back the control of your brand. Just to end this conversation briefly, Vendo is, itself is a brand too. And we want to be known as the brand that builds brands. Because at the end of the day, the money takes care of itself. But what we do here is we educate, we enlighten, and we build. Because that's what hustle is all about. Hey, hey there we go. Hustle, hustle, baby. Thank you for the time, man. I appreciate it. Thank you for letting me spew all of my nonsense Walmart knowledge that's just sitting in my brain, even though I work on Amazon. <laughs> it's a Shout gold out to the Walmart shirt, shirt too. My so. <laughs> all right. Well, to the thank you. Shirt. Love to see it, man. Talk Absolutely. Hey, I got to build the brand, buddy. Got to build the brand all day. Swag out, man. I'll talk to you soon. <laughs> talk to you later. Bye-bye. Bye bye.